Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. Praise the Lord, everybody. God bless you. And thank you for coming to stayintohisword.com. Be sure to visit shopintohisword.club. And there you can help support the ministry and do your part in the Great Commission. The Great Commission. Amen. You can find that in the book of Matthew and a couple of other gospels. It's worth looking into, no doubt. All right, let us pray before we bring the action changes things to a conclusion. Dear Lord and Savior, we come before you this evening, this afternoon, wherever the listeners are, asking you, God, to open our hearts, open our minds, open our souls, open up our spirits to receive your word, which is able to save our souls. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. And everybody said, Amen. Well, once again, we welcome you to stayintohisword.com. Be sure to share this with a friend, relative, or neighbor. It can be life-changing. Hallelujah. We have several uh, messages available, over a hundred of them, and increasing as the Lord wills, no doubt. So as we're going into the book of Acts, we're going to ask you, if you would, please turn to Acts chapter 27 in your Bible. We're going to try to just hit on some highlights, as we always say, when going through the book of Acts on this particular uh, vein, uh, this particular course of study or just um, overview of the book of Acts. From my perspective, I just point out a few things out of all the chapters. Uh, well, most of the chapters, I don't think I hit them all. But just what I thought was interesting as reading through the book of Acts. Dear Lord and Savior, bless us in Jesus' name. Amen. Acts 27, we're going to go over to verse 13. And we're going to start at verse 12. Uh, we're going to go 12 through 22. Acts chapter 7, 12 through 22. So we'll be reading quite a bit. And because the haven was not commodious to winter in, uh, the more part advised to depart thence also, if by any means they might attain to Phineas or Phineas, and there to winter, which in a haven of Crete and lieth toward the southwest and northwest. And when the south wind blew softly, suppose that they had obtained their purpose, losing thence they sailed close to Crete. But not long after, there arose against them a tempestuous wind called Eurachlidon. And when the ship was caught, the cloud did not bear up into the wind. We let her drive. 
and running under a certain island which is called Claudia, we had much work to come by the boat, which they had taken up. Um, they used helps undergirding the ship and fearing lest they should fall into quicksand, strike sail, and so were driven. Verse 18, And we being exceedingly tossed with a tempest, the next day they lighted the ship. And the third day we cast out our with our own hands the tackling of the ship. And when neither sun nor stars in many days appeared, and no small tempest, no small tempest, lay on us, all hope that we should be saved was taken away. But after long abstinence, Paul stood forth in the midst of them and said, Sirs, you should have hearkened unto me and not have loosed from Crete and to have gained this harm and loss. And now I exhort you to be of good cheer. There shall be no loss of any man's life among you, but of the ship. Well, like I said earlier, you know, I just picked out a few things, a few chapters, just to highlight a few points of the book of Acts, which I dubbed this study, Acts Changes Things Seriously. Because action does change things seriously. Action changes things seriously. And as you read the book of Acts for yourself, you'll come to realization that the actions that these apostles, these messengers called by God, had an experience with God, saw God face to face at some time in their life, these actions that they took changed things seriously. So here we have something I thought was interesting, that uh, while the preacher had tried to warn the men uh, beforehand not to take this journey, uh, the sailors being experienced, they didn't want to listen. How can you listen to a preacher that's in chains trying to warn you? But what they failed to realize is that this preacher was not just an ordinary preacher. He had an experience with God, a life-changing experience. And God had used him mightily. And I believe that some of these sailors may have believed that. But as they were enjoying a smooth sailing and they went by Crete, they, they ran into this tem, uh, tempestuous wind. And that tempestuous wind was called Eurachlodon. Uh, tempestuous, a, a strong, mighty, powerful wind, uh, a problematic, I can put it that way. And it drove them far off course. You know, they had only a, maybe a 50, 60 mile journey to get to their destination. But when they, when this wind started tossing them to and fro and drove them off course, that, that short journey, much like the short journey of the children of Israel, when they left, uh, Egypt and on their way to the promised land, it took them 40 years to get to the promised land. Well, these men, it took them about 14 days at sea to get to their destination. Hallelujah. And a 50 mile journey turned into about a five or 600 mile journey because when they ran into this, this wind, when they should not have taken off, these experienced sailors should have listened to the preacher that they had in chains which made it hard for them to listen to him. 
But had they listened to him, they would not have departed. But since they departed, now they had to deal with the problem at sea. And they had to deal with that. And so they uh, it took drastic measures. And Paul, Paul got to a point to where he had to remind them. And we read that in verse 21. He said, sirs, politely, you should have hearkened on to me. In other words, you should have listened to me. But he had some good news to tell him why they were going through these difficult days of darkness. If you've ever been to see when it's dark, it's dark at nighttime. You can't see anything. And so as we know in the scriptures that darkness oftentimes represents um, a difficult time in life or living in a difficult situation. And these guys was definitely in darkness, uh, both uh, in the natural and in the spiritual. Hallelujah. In the, in the natural, because they were in darkness and they also was experiencing a difficult time. And in the spiritual, they were darkened in their spiritual mind, but not understanding that the preacher had warned them. Hallelujah. Or the man of God had warned them or God had put someone in their path to warn them. And this is not unusual in life because so many times people are placed in others lives to give them a warning, to give them spiritual direction when they're going through the storms of life. And these storms of life can be financial relationship and the list goes on and on. Uh, what decisions to make, uh, whatever it is. And you can name a few yourself, alcoholism, drug abuse, uh, immorality, whatever it is. Hallelujah. And, and the man of God that comes and gives them direction, but because these people or the persons have their, uh, uh, they, they think the man doesn't know what he's speaking of, they don't have trust in him because he may look just like them. He may have uh, a happy spirit about him. He may not be the the what they think in their mind with a, a preacher or a man of God or someone God uses in their life. He doesn't have that appearance, you know, but God nevertheless uses this person and they refuse to listen, much like these experienced sailors. But Paul had a, he got the message from the angel of the Lord and the angel of the Lord told him not to worry about anything because Paul had a mission that he had to accomplish. And since Paul had this mission to accomplish, that mission was going to be accomplished. The angel of the Lord told him so. So there was, there was nothing was going to stop Paul from accomplishing his mission to get to his destination. And as you read it for yourself, you'll find out where that destination was and how he was going to get there. And you'll see everything in between because I'm not going to share all that with you right now. I try to keep this down to a minimal uh, 15 to 30 minutes and sometimes even shorter when I do the lengthy ones and because I know people are busy, have a life to live, but you want the word. You're still hungry and thirsting for the word of God. So you just try to squeeze it in wherever you can. So I have been a burden to get this word out to you, however I can. So Paul, he believed God and that nothing was going to happen to the people 
but he listened and he knew that the vessel would be destroyed. So I do have, so the angel told him that no, no hair is going to be hurt on anybody's head. They're going to make it, but the ship is going to be destroyed. That, that vehicle that's being used to get you from one point to another point, this vessel is going to be destroyed. But just hang in there. Nobody's going to be hurt. So the rest of the story is there in the Bible. And you can read that in um, the rest of the chapter of uh, uh, chapter 27. Now, when the people listen, when will people listen to the preacher? It's an interesting question. But not only listen, not passively listen, but actively listen and act upon the way the word that the preacher, the man of God, the one that reads the Bible, the ones that the one that shares the word of God with them. When will people actually listen to that individual? Well, I, I believe that when they get desperate enough, desperate enough, and they realize that there is no way out on their own and they've tried, exhausted everything that they could, only then and at that point will they listen. Only at that point will they listen. All right. Well, that's chapter 27. We're going to try to wrap this up. Let's go on into chapter 28. We'll start reading verses uh, 1 through 6. Share a little bit of chapter 28 with you. And then we bring this to a conclusion. Uh, action changes things seriously. The book of Acts. A, action. C, changes. T, things s seriously action changes things seriously chapter 28 verses 1 through 6 and when they were escaped when they knew that the island was called melita the barbarous people showed us no little kindness for they kindled a fire and received us every one because of the present rain and because of the cold and when paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire, there came a viper out of the heat and fastened on his hand. And when the barbarians saw the venomous beast hang on his hand, they said among themselves, No doubt this man is a murderer, whom thou he hath escaped although he whom though he hath escaped the sea, yet that vengeance suffereth not to live. And as he shook off the beast into the fire and felt no harm, howbeit they looked, and when he should have swollen or fallen down dead suddenly, but after they had looked a great while and saw no harm come to him, they changed their minds and said he was a god. Huh. Well, I'll put it to you this way. When you're walking with God, when you have faith with God, hallelujah, and the angel of the Lord told you no hurt, no harm is going to come to you. You got something to do, Paul. You got a mission to accomplish. He didn't say difficult times wasn't going to come because believe me, being on the island, being cold and rain and a bonfire going with these barbarians, 
you don't know if they're going to just go off on you at any moment. But at this second right here, right now, they're being friendly to me. They're, they're observing things or they're being friendly to us, the shipwrecked people. And they're being friendly to us. Hallelujah. Now, this island is about 500 miles off course. And here we find that the name of the island is uh, Melita, about 500 miles west of Crete. So uh, they were definitely off course. And when they were on the course, originally it was safe, smooth sailing. But that Iraqadon came in and got in their way and gave them a rough time in life at that particular 14-day period. And because uh, that venomous snake bit Paul and nothing happened, uh, as we read in the scriptures, these barbarous people, the barbarians. And let me let me tell you, the reason why Luke referred to these people as barbarians, it wasn't because they were, uh, not, as the scholars put it, it wasn't because they were so rough and, you know, angry and, you know, the, the roughest, toughest people around. It was simply because they didn't speak the uh, the common Greek language. So he referred to them as barbarians. But uh um but but Paul, because of he didn't uh that snake when he bit him, he was not affected. They saw him as a god. They saw him as somebody special, was special uh he was special. He was a deity, a great deity. But uh anyway, since Paul shook off that snake. All the men, all the people that was around, they all benefited from that because Paul was in uh, in 28 and 8. We can see that Paul healed Publius' father who was suffering from a bloody flux. Now you can look up bloody flux and in it and uh, you'll find out that's very not very nice. And in addition to that, uh, they bought many islanders from the island of Melita. Now, who knows what they were suffering from? Who knows? Who knows what they were suffering from? But nevertheless, he healed them as well. He healed the islanders. Hallelujah. Paul, used by God to bless these people while he's on his way to finish his journey. Now, let's go over to 28, chapter 28, verses 24 through 28. And some believe the things which were the things which were spoken, and some believe not. And they agreed, not among themselves, they departed after that Paul had spoken one word. Well spake the Holy Ghost by Esaias, the prophet, unto our father, saying, Go unto these people, and say, Hearing, ye shall hear, and shall not understand, and seeing, ye shall see. And not perceive. For the heart of this people is wax gross, and their ears are dull of hearing. And their eyes they have closed, lest they should see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and understand with their heart, and should be converted. And I will heal them, and I should heal them. Excuse me. Be it known therefore unto you that salvation of God is sent unto the Gentiles and that they will hear it and that they will hear it. Well, the original people 
who was Paul, was trying to reach the Jewish people. Uh, this is part of the reason why he got into the problem that he was in because they, they told a story on Paul, but that's why he could not be found guilty of anything because the story wasn't true. But nevertheless, the Jew, the, the Roman leaders under pressure, under pressure, still believed or still had to hold Paul in bondage, hold Paul in bonds, uh, chains and fetters, uh, whatever, under guard, and still had to try to uh, appease the Jews, to get favor with the Jews. But as Paul was in a position to continue to preach, they still didn't want to believe what they saw. They still didn't want to believe what they heard. I could imagine that, you know, sometimes you can be in, in, in a place and, and God will move mightily, but you just don't believe it. Or a, a prophecy can go forth or, or, or somebody can talk to you on the street and give you a word at a workplace, gas stations, grocery store, any place. And you don't believe it. Well, this is how these Jewish people were. So as a result, just as it is today, they didn't understand. They didn't want to understand. They were not converted. Now, there's some people at the sound of my voice is going to hear this and they fall right into this category. You'll hear the word. You've read the word, but you don't want to believe the word. And who knows? You may have even seen some some miracles take place in your life and you don't want to believe it was God. Therefore, you will not be converted. So with that being the case, uh, Paul, under the unction of God, under the unction of the Holy Ghost, under the, the leadership of the Spirit, he left trying to reach the, the, the Jewish people at that particular time and uh, went over to the Gentiles. The Jews closed out God's message, though Paul was sent to us, the Gentiles. So this message is for us, for the Gentiles. Now, Paul was never released at this particular time, but however, he was able to remain in a hired house. People were able, or a rented house. People were able to come and go as they pleased. And as he would invite them, I'm sure they came. And he was able to still preach the gospel under guard. He was still able to minister under guard. He was still able to do the word of God. Hallelujah. Well, out of these two chapters, let's see what we can take away from here. Oh, out of the whole book, actually. Uh, we can see that God fulfills his promises at the first half when we first started this journey in the book of Acts and throughout. We can see the proof of baptism in the wonderful name of Jesus for the remission of our sins. Some people was uh, uh, some people like Ananias are great speakers, eloquent speakers, very knowledgeable, but they still need a little more guidance into the way, into the truth of God's word. What do I mean by that? Simply, baptism in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. If they read it, they see it, 
That's truth. They got to preach it. And that's just what the Bible says. Repent and be baptized. Every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift of gift of the Holy Ghost. And we see the, that that uh, that uh, this this message did go to the Gentiles. Uh, we see that Cornelius, who was clearly, clearly not a Jewish person, him and his household was saved, baptized in Jesus names. The disciples of John, John uh, was Jesus's cousin. And, you know, in the, and you can read that about that. You know, in the Gospels and uh, John had the baptism of repentance. But John also told the people that, hey, there's somebody coming after me. And that's who you should believe on. And he's going to baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. So John was the forerunner. And uh, so those believers that uh, had not heard there be any Holy Ghost. They received the Holy Ghost and many of them had to be rebaptized. So there are some of you that's listening right now that have to be rebaptized in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. According to scripture, Matthew 28, 19 says in the name of Jesus Christ. I, I can't get away from that because it's as simple as that. Now, a lot of, uh, a lot of these a lot of preachers don't preach that, but a lot of the big name, big time preachers stay away from that. But this, uh, my purpose is to help prepare people to make it to heaven and to share the truth of God's word with you. Paul shipwrecked. Yeah, but nevertheless, it didn't stop him from preaching the word. Sometimes things don't work out in our lives, but you still have to spread the word you still have to preach the word when you feel it when you when you have that feeling deep down inside you just can't shake it you still got to preach the word uh, in his hired house with no hindrances he still preached the word well praise god remember action changes things seriously well i'm so glad you guys uh hung in there for action changes things seriously and uh we're going to continue on this mission we're coming up on our um, at the conclusion of our second year and that's exciting for us because um started this just before the pandemic started right before the pandemic and then uh, next thing you know wham pandemic wow so uh God has blessed me, put that on my heart, and uh, been doing it. So we do need your support so we can continue to do this on a larger scale. Uh, I have some desires and some, some dreams I'd like to fulfill through this ministry. So go over to shopintohisword.com. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I always say that dot com. Shopintohisword.com club shop into his word dot club and help us fulfill the great commission let us pray god we love you and we appreciate what you've put forth through action changes things and lord the people that has been listening continually to action changes things 
Help them, Lord, to take action in their own life according to your word and change things. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. And as I always say, God be with you until we meet again. God bless.